Are you tired of all that music that you've been listening to over and over and over again? Did you know Effie's top album last year was Cher covering ABBA? That shows you. I'm just, I'm too into recycling and I don't know where to go. Luckily, I have a friend that you can have too. Mag Jim Fair is bringing you the newest in radio action, the newest in tastemaking. It's a radio show like no other. It's Dog with a Mullet. You can find it on Spotify. It's built like a music podcast, and you can sit it on the counter. You can listen while you're doing the dishes, DJ your way to work, curate cleaning the room, add it to your own playlist because Jim is going to help you find all the new music. Dog with a Mullet, tastemaking is back, baby. It's time to hear some fresh takes, some fresh songs, and beautiful opinionated takes on the world around us. Maybe not for long. I think it's just I think it's just like a radio in between. Jim rules. Jim is also a ring announcer at Enjoy Wrestling. And Dog with a Mullet is going to become your new favorite radio show. It's going to be your follow through. You're going to add it every week. And there's always new music. So you'll never be bored. Dog with a Mullet. Find it on Spotify. Oh, we're like good, good. We're, we're like good. in. Oh, we're in. Hey, Peter. Hi. We're in here. Um, before I even get into the nitty gritty of this weekend, I do want to... Say that I'm not reaching one of my uh, New Year's revolution resolutions. As I thought I was taking more time off than I was so far in the year. I was like, you know what? January, take a little time off, do a little thing. And I just like sometimes don't pay attention. But I noticed I've already had 10 matches this year already. And I'm about to have 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15 before, before the month of March. I really wanted to wrestle like 20% less matches this year and it's not looking that way. And I keep saying yes to everything. So I'm doing more tournaments than ever. I'm doing more flying than ever. But you know what, Peter, if I could look back at this nice little shaved headed boy with a beard who is in the, the backyard of white trash Fred's parents estate in a wet moldy ring, learning how to bump like a motherfucker. I tell him, listen, listen, kid, you're going to be booked and busy, but I have also taken the time for self-love and uh, taking care of self. Tonight's a new, uh, a full moon, not a new moon. Uh, the energies feel like they're in the air throughout the weekend and coming into Monday and Tuesday. It was intense and fun, and we'll talk about all of it. How do you feel, Peter? I feel good. I love I feel that. really good, actually. I feel like you've had some visions lately that have led you on the right path, but I think even in the times where you've looked at me and said, I don't know if these things are right, or I don't know if I'm in the right place, all of this time of vision and clouding and uh, brain, self-brainstorming, I think it's all been necessary and perfect, and you're on the path to just magic. Um, I, I, I appreciate that. Not like the general term magic, like the Jiminy Cricket version, like, oh, Pinocchio can become a boy, that kind of sort that magic. Which, hold on, I wasn't even, there was no intention to discuss this. I watch a lot of movie trailers. I love movies, and I'm about to go into a movie segment, because it's our podcast, and I can talk about all of this stuff. Y'all aren't going to mind if we talk a little extra, you know what I mean? Uh, I saw that we have Pinocchio fever, the same way recently we had uh, Lion King and Jungle Book fever, where there were a lot of these variations of new forms of... You know, and there's obviously, oh, there's the Beyonce Lion King, but I think there was another one on the side that was like a worse version that may not have even gone theatrical. And then with Jungle Book, there were like three Jungle Book films that came out. Pinocchio's up. So I think down the line, there's a a bigger deal Disney Pinocchio, because I know they're redoing Snow White. Right. But right now, 
It's the Del Toro Pinocchio, which is stop motion animation, which when directors get to do, like when directors whose style you understand get to do stop motion, like, you know, Wes Anderson in a time where I think a lot of people are like, I don't know if he's on top of the world. You know, you do a movie like Royal Tenenbaums, you do Life Aquatic, you do uh, Darjeeling Limited. Yo, Fantastic Mr. Fox is my favorite. Uh, it's my favorite. I love Fantastic Mr. It's Fox so, so much. Uh, but the the point I'm getting to is when you get to see a director take their style into that world and Del Toro, we've been talking about Del Toro all day. We were hanging out earlier, shooting a sick promo together. You helped immensely in getting that process done. You'll see it online soon. Maybe by the time this podcast out, Will works quickly. Shout he out does. to, do we use his real name here? If we want to like, cause he's an incredible videographer and editor and shooter and visionary. Do we shout him out? And let's is shout there, him out. Will Baldwin. Uh, what's his, he has social media too. Yes. Uh, he is at hot mug. At Hot Mug. Is that the whole thing? Let me double check that. And just yeah, make, make sure. sure uh, because Will has helped me before with a lot of visual stuff. You as well, Peter. I always like to lean on people that I know and friends and people who have skills and talents. And I always recommend to other wrestlers, if you're near a college, if you're in a town with people where you meet people who maybe it doesn't seem like your paths are crossing, maybe your art doesn't seem you know the same good, let them come in with a new fresh set of eyes. You and Will... When we met, you're not into wrestling at all. You've probably seen more wrestling than most people at this point because of our friendship and mm-hmm. our growing time spent together and because I force it on you. Let's watch some deathmatch and let you judge the camera uh, angles. Uh, did you get it pulled yes. up here? Yes. Uh, he is on Instagram at hot underscore mug. Check it out. He does a lot of beautiful corporate real life work, but he also is uh, an artistic soul and he... We're doing a big announcement video for the Big Gay Brunch. I know I've been slow on announcing anything, uh, but it's all coming at once. We're just going to shoot the whole thing out there at once. Texas, Dallas, the show will be worth it, I promise. What was I saying before I said we shot this? Oh, Del Toro. Mm -hmm. So he's doing a stop-motion Pinocchio, and I'm really genuinely excited for that. But what I want to talk about is (laughs) there is another thrown together, like even faker looking than DreamWorks ripping off whatever Pixar's doing with the weird jazz smile kind of thing um, of Pinocchio. And Pauly Shore is doing the voice of Pinocchio. <laughs> what? And I rarely, I really was not going to bring this up, but this is the gay community is in a flourish over this uh, because he goes immediately from Pinocchio in this clip to uh, a very yes queen uh clip and i just want you to hear the clip i'm sorry i'm making you do extra editing around this movie segment which is going to be longer than uh this part right here but you have to hear how deeply because we're in the we're in the gay times now welcome to 2022 we're going to do multiple brunches uh multiple gay events multiple ways to find us but we have to talk about uh paulie shore's pinocchio i spelled his name wrong pinocchio's or Polly shore's uh, Polly Shores, Pinocchio. I girl, I can spell Pinocchio. All right, this is twelve seconds. I'm I'm getting up. You're gonna have to edit. Daddy, when do I get to be a real boy? I don't. How is that even real? This it is was such a bad choice. And it's also like maybe they paid the deposit to Polly Shore early, and he got there, and they were like, "We got to roll with it. We have no budget for this film." Obviously, the Del Toro version, incredible. The 12-second Pauly Shore clip, it may be the meme version of Pinocchio that we need for our generation. That may be all the Pinocchio we need. 
Let's talk about movies, Peter. Let's talk about it. I can't get into detail on why, but I'm a member of a secret club now. It's not a secret club if you're in... It's a secret that I'm in the club. I got a lot of fucking movies at the house that we'll say legally speaking, if you were in the room doing another activity and happened upon the screen that only I was looking at, you could watch these films if I didn't know that you were seeing them. But under any other circumstance, under there's no way I would break the law like that. You agree on the DVD menu, but I've been overloading on art house, deep Oscar cinema, and it has been the fantasy come true. My lovely partner, who I got to spend some real deep quality time with this weekend, and sexy time too, and we'll talk about why, not just Valentine's Day, he doesn't like going to the movie theater, Peter. And me, it's one of my favorite things in the whole world. Now, his reasons, they're not always the most like logical, but he's a very smart cat. If he doesn't want to go to the movies, we're not going to go to the movies. It's fine. Now, I have solved all of the problems of charging my card for rental fees to see these films months after they're released because all the films come to me. I'm getting to see the stuff that's only in theaters for two weeks. Just like It's almost like you don't even know if they did a showing of it. They just like put the poster up and were like, oh, you missed it? It was here. Definitely was here. I watched Macbeth. It was a black and white Macbeth by one half of the Coens, who you may know is directing such films as uh, Fargo, uh, many others, obviously. What's your favorite Coen Brothers movie? There's so many Coen Brothers movies that are like they all have their own vibe in this way that like everything is sort of you sort of like segment that they're even they're their own worlds almost. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hundred percent. It's deep. Let's should we look? Should we just like? I mean, this is. I've I've gone through the. I think there's maybe one Coen Brothers movie I haven't seen. Peter, I you know I think people need to know, and it's good for wrestlers to know. That, like, you've got to consume other forms of art besides wrestling. I watch hours of wrestling a week, and I have built the time uh, to be able to do that. But I also, that is not the only media I consume. I also consume a lot of Real Housewives by proxy, you know? Have I seen almost every season of New York, New Jersey, uh, you know, Beverly Hills, uh, Potomac? They built one scene out of a whole river. I've seen a lot of that. Hail Caesar's incredible. Macbeth, we'll talk about Macbeth in a second. Buster Scruggs, but that was a Netflix deal. Lewin Davis fucked me up, dog. What a film. Have you seen Inside Lewin Davis? No. Woof. Pick a, pick a day where you're okay to feel like you can emotionally power through it, but there's some pivotal cat scenes that are real dense. Fargo, obviously a classic. Buscemi obviously steals all the scenes for me. Barton Fink. Barton Fink is necessary cinema, but I don't revisit Barton Fink. Uh, but what's I'm the, glad I I'm glad I had did that watch though. There's a lot of movies like that, I think. Yeah, and then the historical accuracy of things. John Turturro's great. He's in other things. Uh, Lebowski, obviously insane. Serious Man isn't Serious Man's got some gay elements here. Is that or am I? I'm thinking of a single man. I think you're thinking of a single man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which they came out around the same time. Michael Stuhlberg, a real fucking deep legend actor. He, you know, some movies are built around one scene, you know, and Call Me By Your Name. It's built around the Stuhlberg scene at the end when he's just like, look, man, sometimes there's just, you gotta, you gotta take the good with the bad and timelines change, things shift, can't be everything. It's magic. Lady Killers, Tom, Tom Hanks is just vibing out there. Sometimes you need that. A brother where art thought we're just reading Coen Brothers films now. What I'm getting at is what a refreshing take on Macbeth that I didn't expect from them. Black and white, not them. It's one half. It's just Joel Cohen, right? 
I believe so. I think it's just Joel Cohen. Francis McDormand, y'all. Lady Macbeth. I just, I want to recommend these films to you, and I also want to brag that I've gotten to see all these movies, and for the foreseeable future, I will be seeing so many movies. It's insane. We were bragging about Nightmare Alley. Did we talk about it after you saw it here? Because we were talking about Bradley Cooper, and I said, go see it. I don't think we talked about it after. Every fucking, every carny, every one of you carnies, and you're all carnies, go watch that movie. Go relish in every, every, it's a globe of the carnies, and you get to see all the types and styles and depths of the carny. Ugh. We're going to get off movies. We're going to talk about the weekend because it actually was a pretty big weekend. We did a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I took a risk, Peter. And maybe it's because in the timeline I'm in now where I'm wrestling Jeff Jarrett and I'm wrestling Zack Ryder and I'm wrestling, oh, now Buff Bagwell wants a match. You go handle that, G-Raver. I don't, I'm not, I can't get right on it. Uh, there's a lot of people requesting time, you know, Fandango. Oh yeah. He had a WrestleMania match with Chris Jericho. We're going to do the Haas tournament. Incredible. Okay. I want to go back to the roots of being out on the road, going to these no name places, performing for people who kind of know who you are. Maybe they don't at all. So Thursday night, my bussy sister, Allison catch flew into Atlanta, Georgia. We ate a lovely brunch, the dog, the partner, lover, husband, Alley Catch, my tag team partner, outdoors, in the sun, just beautiful, because we didn't have to get on the road for a little while, so we all got to hang out. We got to celebrate. Alley Catch's birthday is, as we speak today on this full moon, it's today. Her birthday is today, and I've uh, texted her twice, because the paranoid person in me says, you know, number one day you're going to get kidnapped. It's your birthday. Hope. It's not a real fear, Peter, but I think like that's the Is number that a real one day. thing, though. I don't know. You know, there's a lot more focus on you. Everybody's excited. You're oh well, maybe they're doing something for their birthday. Maybe they went on a birthday trip. You know, I don't know. This is oh, it's not no, a real I'm fear. Sold. But it's, I'm going to start telling people this. I'm a person who believes you have to think through every scenario just in case. That's the public relations brain yeah. a little bit. Uh, so I hope she's having a good one. Your birthday is the number one day that you could get kidnapped. Do you know this? Is this yeah, true? A hundred percent. The research is there. Oh my goodness. You're you're smiling too big for me to believe the kidnapping tale. It's terrible. I know. Listen, I've never been able to. I, I have no here's the thing. I don't I don't like to be controlled. I don't like to control other people. Kidnapping seems like a so much effort to keep somebody where they don't want to be. It's like hard enough to have a relationship with another human being. Like, yeah, I'm going to kidnap you? No. No way. And I think about like when people want me early for a wrestling show at a call time. And I go, what? why do I need to be here at 4? We're live on the air at 8. My match is at 10. It's I don't need like be... you're being kidnapped. Well, you know, you get in and you go, I'm immediately looking for the escape hatch. I showed up. I waved. Everybody knows I'm here. I'm looking for the escape hatch. If I was kidnapped, I'm looking even faster for the escape hatch. You got to think 12 steps ahead. It's exhausting. I got too much on my plate. We drove together, myself and Allison Catch, in the car in a vehicle, on the road, do the drives, folks, to Grimsley, Tennessee, for 127 Wrestling, baby. Bussy takes over Grimsley, Tennessee. Grimsley, Tennessee. And it was everything I needed it to be. I showed up looking just gay as a biscuit, honey. Just gay as a biscuit in this big, beautiful, lucid FC fur coat and tight pants and cute sneakers and going, where where do we put our things? Old school style building, big gymnasium. I don't even know what they used to use this building. There's no way of knowing what this was originally set for. But it was this full gymnasium. 
we are later in the evening, but these are beautiful because these cards, they don't want people there all night. They don't want 30 matches. There's not 20 guys, you, you know, oh, I got to see them before they go to PWG. This is just good old-fashioned wrestling, some fun storytelling, some heels getting some god dang heat, and we got to wrestle the lovely Petty and Pink. Petty and Pink have been putting it on the map. A lot of their feuding and stuff has happened within New South at a lot of Tennessee promotions. Uh, there's KPW, I think, was another promotion where some things were happening. Dylan McQueen, Kenzie Page, took on Busse. Oh, Dylan. Dylan, you I know, know Dylan. Dylan. Now, Dylan famously has done all of the dye work on my hair. Uh-huh. So we have a, we're close. We talk a lot. He's someone who comes to me and asks, you know, what do I do here? What would you do here? What did you do here? I like to be helpful, and he helps back by making my hair look good. Peter, I'm loving, I am loving having this braid. Side note, I have this Jedi, I'm burping a little. I have this. Are you braid self-sufficient now? Have you figured out how to tie Nope, not at all. I got to have the boyfriend do the braid every time, or someone at the show. And so Friday, we'll get into it. I didn't even have it braided. But Thursday night, Grimsley, Tennessee, with my bussy sister, tore it down in a tag match. Kenzie put me in a Boston Crab. Allie Catch put Dylan in a Boston Crab. Uh, what's a Boston Crab? A Boston Crab is when you grab both of our legs while we are facing down on our stomachs. You okay. take those legs between your arms like this with your heels now facing towards your head. And you crank that bitch until it feels like your uh, quads are going to rip off your pelvis. Yeah, it's not good for your knees, not good for your hips, not good for your quad. It's not good for any part of you. Your low back ruined. So we are now in this position. And you can sometimes put a little push in it to get up. So Dylan and myself are now punching each other in the face. We knock noggins. We hit each other in the head with our heads. Uh, I don't remember anything after. So technically, I don't think anyone won. I think everything's left. And 127 Wrestling of Grimsley, Tennessee is now Galaxy Pro Wrestling. I love it. It's so exciting. So you turn them galactic i'm just saying we're continuing a trend of effie appears at promotion that now no longer exists i'm trying to build indie wrestling up and here i am changing the name of promotions making sure promotions don't exist anymore and wrestling jeff jarrett i'm against everything that's happening in my life right now and i feel like i'm in control but peter i what are they doing it's like i feel like a little cow being led to the slaughter through the maze thinking i'm going after corn baby nobody's giving me any more corn what are we gonna do Take back the narrative, okay? Oops, I think it's fine. Galaxy Pro is a little more modern, and it's the same people in charge, and they're just trying to get into a better visual. So maybe Effie is already doing my dream, which is people are like, what are you going to do? What's next? We're going to put about six of us in a tour bus, like Good Charlotte, and we're about to go to every promotion that is not at its p- top potential yet, and we're going to start bar rescuing with uh, a lot of different segments of your of your thing. We're putting this here. It's copyrighted now to me. Thank you. We've created it. Uh, Bus tour wrestlers. We're going to help your wrestlers learn better wrestling. We're going to visually crank it up. We're going to teach them how to how to entertain crowds and what draws people. We're going to teach you how to get sponsors. And we're going to teach you to stop booking certain people when we look at your payroll because the ROI is so low. We got back at like 4 a.m. And this Tennessee date is central time. Like we're in a central time. So we're leaving the show late. Because I like talking with everybody. I like seeing a lot of people there. I saw Ref Shiny Shoes there. Check out Ref Shiny Shoes. Great ref. Got to see Hunter Drake. Got to see uh, Jaden Newman. I just want to shout out some of these guys. Got to see Braden Toon. Uh, 
good time. Got to see, I think Rico Rodriguez is his ring name out of the WWA4 school with AR Fox. So a lot of good people up there at 127 Wrestling. There are wrestlers out here who are working every weekend and you don't even know that they're working and we've got to figure out how to put them on a higher platform. We're going to put a shine on more of them. It's exciting. But we got back at 4 a.m. And Peter, my flight was at uh, 6 a.m. Wait, maybe it wasn't. It was 7 a.m. But I think it started boarding at like 6.20. So maybe I'm overselling it. Uh, Alley catch flight around the same time. We get to the airport very early. There was not any like real sleep or waiting. And I, I love AJ. We were in the time of AJ's birthday, which we celebrate over almost a full week or 10-day period. It's great. He had said, listen, no problem. Friday morning, we'll go early. I'll get you there. I knew where this was going. Set up the Uber. We get in. We get down there. Everybody makes their flight. Allie Catch back to the Northeast, and she went on to wrestle in Boston that weekend. Myself to the West Coast, to the lovely city of San Francisco. Have you ever you been to San Francisco? I have. It is beautiful. They have their problems. Everybody has their problems. Yeah. But it is fascinatingly easy to get around, bigger than you think. And everything is accessible to you. In Atlanta, we have all of our, everything I need, I can get here for the most part. Yeah. The convenience of that San Francisco, maybe it's just the hotel we were at. We were staying right in South San Francisco, right near the freeway, near the harbor. You know, you're around everything. I got everything I needed within an hour of being at that hotel, Peter. And we can talk about it because legally over there, it's legal. First off, I said, okay, hotel room. And West Coast Pro, shout out West Coast Pro, got me right into the hotel, said, maybe we'll have someone with you. I said, no problem. I know everybody on the roster. We're cool. Let me know. Didn't have anyone with me. Fantastic. Ordered poached specialty Chinese chicken from a very traditional Chinese restaurant. It's apparently, and I never had this dish before, and I'm going, poached chicken, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's the best chicken I've ever had. It was like tightly. They took the breast. They flatten them. They roll them. It's tight. They poach this thing. It's so soft. You get a little ginger sauce on it on top. Yellow rice, cabbage. Incredible. They do not bring forks with the food, though. You got to request the fork. Didn't know. Ate it with my hands, Peter. I got a towel in the hotel room. I'm not making a big mess in there. And right as the food was delivered, who was pulling up? The lovely team over at Ease. Uh, And I even tweeted my code so that when I go back, I have some creditos to get it. They just roll up with everything you want from the marijuana shop. Of course you tip that girl when she pulls up and hands you a beautiful bag full of marijuana and marijuana accessories. And guess what? They were also doing 35% off. Incredible. Glorious. Now, you don't have to admit to anything, but we did smoke some of the Mochi Eclipse earlier, legally obtained. Wow. Yeah. I was almost worried about recording because I was like, Peter, we shot this promo video together and you watched me basically chief a full adult cigar because I didn't want it to look baby on camera. You want to look tough and cool and like a power gay, you know? Like, whoa, we're doing it. Boy, that mochi eclipse sent me on a, a deep eclipse. I was seeing the sun backwards. That was crazy. I'm living it. As soon as I was in San Francisco, though, you start linking up and you're like, holy crap. Because sometimes when you get to a place, you don't get to the show till later. You're kind of on your own. You know, when I'm with GCW, I know everybody on the roster tightly. We travel together. But when you're going to newer places, and this was a debut for me, you don't know who's there. I mean, I knew my tag team partner was there, AJ Gray uh, of SGC. But I didn't know, you know, across the board. You start linking up, though. We got to the venue. Everybody's there. And the West Coast, my goodness. They know how to hook it up. The food was on 
on top. I mean, we're talking tamales and brisket and just dips and delicious uh, sodas with real sugar. You know, Mexican Coke is the best Coke. Fantastic. You're just bloated and full. You've been smoking these adult cigarettes of all types. And God bless, you know, we'll get to after the match, but all the lovely fans and supporters, I really don't like the word fans, Peter. It seems it's too casual. And plus, I'm trying to sell fans now, so I don't want fans to get confused. Yeah. Can be confusing. Uh huh. They were ready to smoke. And I do want to point out, and I don't know the fellow's name, but he brought it up and he said, You got to try this cantaloupe joint. I said, What? Cantaloupe joint. It's okay. So we're smoking a little of the cantaloupe joint. And I won't say with who because I don't like, you know, putting people's business out there. And I said, This tastes like cantaloupes. And I'd hit it a few times and it's, you know, you breathe out a little smoky taste and then you sit on it and you go, it tastes like I've just been sucking on cantaloupe melons. Wild. Some people don't like cantaloupes, which I, I don't love get. cantaloupe. I love cantaloupe. I salt my cantaloupe, a little tygine on the cantaloupe. Ooh, spicy. Tasted like cantaloupes. But from the moment we got there, fully taken care of. The West Coast Pro team, incredible. The West Coast Pro supporters and the people who show up to watch wrestling, you want to put on a show for them. And the matches were nuts. I mean, nowadays... What's beautiful is what was limited in this sort of the PWG age where it's like 2008 to like 2000, maybe, maybe 12, 13 ish. Maybe I'm reaching long access to independent wrestling all over was a little bit more difficult. And so, you know, there was a time where you have to wait for the PWG DVDs. They're one of the few promotions who are putting together so many different weird, you know, variations of these sort of dream matches of, you know, kind of being the forbidden door there. But now like, People can step up and go, hey, we see that, you know, these people can draw in fans. They can be financially successful. We can put this show together and we can let people watch it and tune in live. AJ tuned in to watch my match. Uh, For people who know, we were fighting the, I believe he's over 400 pound juicy finale and at least 275, 280 Jacob Fatu, the Samoan werewolf, former MLW world heavyweight champion, I believe. These are giant dudes, yeah. uh, juicy from the island of Tonga. And shout out Tonga right now. They had a really bad earthquake tsunami situation over there. So anything you can do to support. I know Juicy had some links up. Uh, I'm not sure if his family was directly affected, but I'm sure there's, you know, there's a there's a Tongan family and, and being from that small of an island. So I'm sure people he knows are. So check that out. Uh, and Fatu of the Samoan legacy uh, of the Fatu family clearly giant barefooted and just ready to fuck people up. Now we got ahead of things. Me and AJ gray, you hear Pantera play walk is playing. We're going out. We're really feeling the vibe. There were pictures of me just like AJ gray was like, what were you doing in these pictures? I was like, I was feeling the vibe. We got a little on top of things early. We kept juicy's big ass out of there. Cause he's strong as an ox and stayed our ass on the where on the werewolf. And, uh, it felt good. This is about when AJ said he turned it off because he could tune in live on IWTV. He said, I turned it off as soon as you started getting dropped. And I go, oh, man, you turned it off pretty early. You did not watch much of this match, did you? It got crazy. There was backflips out of the ring. I was getting thrown around like a madman. It ends with me getting, I mean, really just pile driven onto my head by 400-pound Juicy Finale, who is agile and powerful and... We tried our best. Now, this was not up for the title. AJ Gray is the champion. I guess they've got to do a rematch later. Good luck. I am not going to put my body on the line against a, a person of Samoan or Tongan or any island descent anytime soon. I'm, I think y'all are incredible wrestlers. Y'all are 
essential to this business, essential to professional wrestling. I do not need my ass kicked like that again. My God. Great rest of the night, though. Ate some more food. Ate some more chicken with my hands because that's who I am. But I got to spend time with a few people who, like, I don't get to catch up with all that often. Uh, Shout out to ACH. Now, you don't know ACH. ACH has done a lot in wrestling. Incredible wrestler. But he's also, I think there's been times where wrestling has been kind of just shitty to him. And he's taken some breaks off. Yo, this man is back with a vengeance. This dude and Speedball Mike Bailey, who... Direct message to you, Speedball, because I can't understand this. This man wants to fight me at WrestleMania that weekend. I call it wrestling weekend now, but it's easier to just say WrestleMania. He's like, I'm going to, if I have to, I'll just attack you. I don't care what I have to do. And I'm going, Speedball, you were someone who I used to watch when I was training to wrestle, who I would be like, man, if I can be a quarter good at that as that guy is at wrestling, that'd be insane. And he got locked out of the U.S. because we have the fuckiest, stupidest border visa laws. Like anyone was coming in here and making Bezos money and not paying taxes. This man was coming here to wrestle and put on a show for the people. And y'all gave him shit for five years. They kept him out of this damn country. Yeah, and guess what happens as soon as he's allowed back? Rippin' and tearing. They were the main event of the evening. And I just got a shout out. Like, it was insanity. It was incredible. Uh, those two are like premier freaking athletes. Mike Bailey, bring it. But you are going to have to have an Effie match. I can't have an ACH match. I won't. And maybe that's for the best. Maybe that's what you want. Bring it on. Uh, we did share our mutual love of a fella, Bucks Belmar, who I don't know if he's active as Bucks Belmar anymore. He is a nasty, nasty fuck. He'll spit in your mouth. He'll make you suck his toes. An inspiration. I hope we can make that happen. Mike Bailey thinks it might be possible. We'll see. It could be crazy. Now, I also, uh, you know, tried to get my sleep in. When I got home at four, I still slept for like 40 minutes and then got in the Uber. You know, like I'm going to sleep where I can. Uh, went back to the room after chilling with everybody. Masha Slamovich also, by the way, sickening, incredible, great to see. Uh, a true badass. Once again, 6 a.m. flight. Back to the airport. Back on the flight. Now, Peter, I find out from a lot of people, they can't sleep on planes. Which, if I could not sleep on planes, I would not get much sleep. Uh, and it is, I do fly a lot, obviously. And that's not a flex, but it's just, I spend a lot of time in airports. They are my prison, you know? Imagine... Uh, you get are, radiation, so it's literally not a flex. Yeah, I'm my body is feeling all of it. But you know what? Through proper chiropractic care, plane radiation, and altitude uh, changes... I got a high likelihood of ending up with a weird X-Men mutation. So True. let's see if we can get some, if I can get lightning out of the fingers, all Sidious style. I just make Star Wars and X-Men. I'm into it. I'm fully in. Uh, the braid will become more apparently Star Wars soon. Did we talk about the only person who cared about my braid? No, I don't think so. I don't know if we should. I'm not going to dox him. Everyone, no one, the hairdresser, my boyfriend, my friends. I would think immediately looking at this braid, they would go Star Wars braid right on my head. Star Wars braid, but nobody, nobody. Did you? Did that? Is that what came to you immediately? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And you lived in Africa, where I know they got the big blockbuster movies, and you said you went to the theaters. People, I, I saw Phantom Menace in theaters in Africa. That's incredible. Yeah. Pod. This is pod racing, but people who were forced, it was forced down their throat even more. They don't get it. The one person who immediately, the first thing they said to me was like, dude who lives near me and walks his dog and definitely doesn't like vaccines. 
And I was like, this is incredible. Maybe we have more in common than we think. Maybe we got to talk about Count Dooku. Maybe we'll go into the legend. He also, it, we'll get it. It's, it was a weird moment we is had. Is this how we heal America? Is that what you're saying? Don't get me into a heal America speech right now, Peter, because truly, I've said this before. If I was as hot as I am right now in 2015, that orange-headed fuck would have never been in office. We're changing the world, Peter. All right? There's no elections, but we're, you got to vote for Effie. We're bringing the joy. No, there, there are elections. There's not for me. Year. Not for me. I'm only running if The Rock runs because I got to deal with Dwayne. Uh, it is essential that, you know, they always say, leave the business better than you thought. I say, not even leave the business better than you found it. Leave the business better and kill everything toxic on the way out. So we're just going to keep stabbing and going and making it vibes and becoming a Jedi. We've got to follow that that path. And we've been able to do gay brunches. We've been able to do uh, gay charity runs. We just finished the Wrestling is Gay run, which I was begging people, go get it before it's gone. My ADD says cut it. It's cut. A, a ton of people got on board with it. We're going to be able to donate a bunch. I believe we're going with Lost and Found Youth again in Atlanta. Excellent. It's the path of the path of goodness does not have to come without aggression and, and action. And uh, we will change the world through the sword, like Jesus said. You remember that guy? Mm-hmm. Jesus said things like, that water's now wine. And bring the fucking sword, baby. The sword of the word, the sword of the vision. We're bringing the sword. Fear the agenda. Get ready. Saturday, the plans were quelled. I got home, landed. Uh, AJ, on point, baby, always picks me up from that that uh, Marta station, we have figured out that there's no benefit to him driving all the way to the airport. It doesn't, it's not faster. It doesn't help. He has to drive more in traffic, more miles on the car. The Marta, we are sponsored this week by the Marta. Uh, and let me tell you why it takes me to the freaking airport every week. Every week I go to the airport. Guess what? I'm on the Marta. It's fast. 55 mile an hour average. We're there. But AJ is at the other station end to pick me up and it's beautiful and it's love but we actually do have a new sponsor this week and it's incredible because it's someone i love dearly uh i want to pull this up here and get this right and i think you know after this too because i'm feeling hungry peter and i'm i sometimes get too hungry we're going to record some ads and we might slip into some other people's podcasts and bring them over because they need to hear us weekend at effie's is sponsored this week by the lovely Lovely radio program. And should I say Jim? Yeah, Jim. Jim brings the magic. Jim brings the music on the beautiful Dog with a Mullet radio show. And it is available in a lot of different places, okay? Are you tired of listening to the same songs over and over and over again? I know I am. I love my boyfriend, AJ. But if a playlist is on, we're listening to the same songs that we've been listening to since 2010. They hit. But I need something new. You don't have time. You've been at work. You can't dig through all the new music. You can't look at every album that's come out. You can't even finger through all the playlists that your friends let you look at. Dog with a Mullet is bringing you that new music, the music you need. And Peter, I'm bringing you in right now. You said you even found some new music on Dog with a Mullet. I did. Pretty immediately, too. That's incredible. Tastemakers. They were a thing throughout all of time and history. The people we look to, to let us in on what's new, what's hip, what's going to get us jazzed and going. Dog with a Mullet is bringing you that. Meg, Jim Fair, a lovely person who you can also see 
ring announcing, interviewing, talking to the people at Enjoy Wrestling, which that YouTube match debuted last week while I was in Grimsley. I love pulling a Rick Rude and appearing two places at once. Grimsley seeing me wrestle, YouTube seeing me wrestle, Sunny Kiss, that match, it ripped. You might have to go watch it because they the way they film is actually... They film it like a movie. It's cinematic Ooh. and Ooh. it's sickening. I want to see that. And I think you'll love it. And Sonny beat the fuck out of me. And I can just watch that on YouTube. Oh, we're going to pull it up. Probably. I'll probably make you watch it because I'm excited today. Dog with a Mullet on Spotify. It is a music podcast built like a wonderful radio show with an eclectic section of tunes. You're going to find your new favorite band. You're going to find your new music. You're going to hear the music of today and you're not going to have to rifle through all the mess. You want the fresh releases, you want the hidden classics, and all the niche gems, like Meg Jim Fair, to keep your tastes fresh and with the times. New episodes every other week. Bi-weekly action. We're back in, Peter, and uh, good luck to you, because I'm all over the place. I feel like we have a lot to talk about. My wrestling for the weekend at this point was done. My weekend was far from done. I have said before, and I say it all the time to myself, damn. If I don't win the Amazing Race, it's rigged. It's rigamorous. It is because there is no traveler like Effie. I believe it. I hear other people's schedules. I see other people at the airport. I know other people's flight times. And I do it to myself a little bit. But I pride myself in being a road warrior. Saturday, we made the decision, a responsible decision, to sit out the Dua Lipa concert. Very sad. We didn't go to Dua Lipa because during birthday week for AJ's celebration, we decided to go visit his family. They wanted to give him some gifts. They wanted to celebrate. And we said, this sounds awesome. What a great time. We will do this. And he said, there is no way we're going to be able to go to this giant ass arena show with all these people singing along to Dua Lipa featuring not the baby because she got rid of that and then didn't win the Grammy. We're going to make this work. We sat it out. I sold the tickets. We watched movies together. And then we woke up at freaking 6 a.m. again, Sunday morning, Saturday. I mean, like I landed, I ate like a a pig king. I ate cake. You know how I am with cake. And uh, I slept. We had a good time. It was very pleasant. But we were back on the road. We brought baby sister Cranberry with us. She has met the baby before I have met the baby. And I'm referring to the baby as my niece, even though we're just domestic partners legally at this point. We're married in the eyes of God herself. Okay. I drove all the way there, four and a half hour drive from Atlanta. We got there just in time to celebrate with the family. Now this baby, it is his sister's baby. They are now living uh, more up north, so they're not there as often, but they were in town. I had not met this baby yet, and I don't, I don't meet a lot of babies. The babies in you know, my side of the family, they were babies 10 years ago. You know, they're, they're fully grown adults right. now. Uh, and here's the thing, Peter, this is no mystery. And I say, I say it like it's some sad thing. I'm really good with kids, man. Kids love me. I'm sure. I talk to kids at a direct level. I don't think kids are stupid. I answer kids' questions, you know, in a normal way. I play with the kids. I'm kind of a kid myself. Kids love me. I don't always love kids. Sometimes I want to be left alone. But it's, you know, you turn being a guy that can turn it on, when it's on, you play, you want to play. Let's play Legos. Let's play Switch. Let's watch Baby Shark again. I don't know. Now, this baby's not old enough to do those things or talk. But this baby bounced on me, little bounce slap action, smiling, giggling, playing, kicking those legs. I mean, this is a four-month-old baby, five-month-old oh, wow. baby, little baby, tiny baby, 
but just having the time of his life. And then we took, and this is essential. I just, I need people to see this side of me. We're showing a full side. We said, we'll take the baby on a walk. It was sunny. It was nice. Got the baby up. Let, you know, mom go take a nap, hang out. About the sexiest thing I've ever seen is him pushing that stroller, walking that baby around in his little vest. My loving hubby. Holy shit. I didn't, and I don't have, listen, I have gay uncle fever. I don't have baby fever. I don't want it full time. You know, it's, I'm real good for four or five hours. And then it's like, I need to go, I'm going to go hit the vape and smoke a bong and let me watch an art house film. I'm going to watch Macbeth again. And I'll, then I can talk to the baby after dinner. All right, we're good. I'm not changing. I don't want the hard parts. I don't want it full time. If I, if we ever had kids, it would be essential that it would be at a time where I could not only afford uh, our full property house, separate living spaces and a, you know, a full-time nanny or Manny, we're not, you know, or Demi, I don't know, a person to full-time kind of raise and teach the baby and do the things, but I'm always there for it. We're always there for the baby. We're teaching the baby. I wouldn't do it before that point, but damn dude, he's pushing that stroller, looking all cute in the sun, checking on the baby. I'm walking the dog. I said, Oh, this is, this is what they wanted. This is what they fought for in the nuclear family times, you know? Maybe not as gay, but sort of the same thing. And then you go, well, I couldn't do this every day for 30 years. But you go, it's at least, we've at least got a possibility where it's it's being considered back to us. Now, here's how gay we are, Peter. As we are hanging out with the family, you know, his parents are there. And his dad, once again, basically like 6'5", 300-something pounds, like Looks like The Rock's character in Moana without the tats and shorter hair. Like maybe he like had to cut the hair and cover up to get a job kind of thing. I'm not scared anymore. I'm just, I, I honor and respect the power. He could also kick my ass. So there's a lot of people who could kick my ass. Yeah. So giant, we're having fun. I'm like, oh, y'all made so many snacks. This is so good. Y'all, oh, well, this is so fun. Y'all. And they said, oh, for the Super Bowl. And I said, what? And he said, aren't y'all staying to watch the game with us? And we both looked at each other and said, oh, you know, we were going to be on the road at five o'clock and try to get out of here. Uh, we did not realize. They were like, that was the whole, we invited y'all for the whole, oh for the Super Bowl party to be here for that. And we said, well, no, now we've got to go. We left out of there at 5 p.m. We love them. You know, they're close enough where we can see them a good bit, but we didn't just clueless to the fact that like it, this was the big Sunday game celebration. We did not have any of it on our mind. We came back to Atlanta once again, four and a half hours home. The amazing race thing. I do challenges all the time, Peter. The last time I yelled, I was yelling about, I've done 45 tasks today and you only had to do one and you couldn't do it. I mean that there's a lot of tasks. And so you think about the amazing race and you go, all right, it's exhaustive travel, it's little sleep, it's uh, tasks that don't really make sense that just, you go, I got to just do the weird task. I'm just living the amazing race without the million dollar prize, but I'm collecting little bits along the way. But CBS, if you want to do it, get a good, we'll get sensors on me. I can get through this without looking like a super villain. I am going to make pointed decisions though. I've watched too much amazing race. We made it home. We once again got the rest in. Monday was Valentine's Day, and I just want to tell people what we did. He doesn't like to do anything. But he had some uh, success at work. I won't get into details. So that was already a little exciting. And I said, let's do it. I got some beautiful flowers. I got some gay rainbow cake. And I cooked him dinner. Now, I hate cooking in our kitchen, Peter. 
Not because I hate cooking, not because I hate cleaning, but because our water pressure in the kitchen specifically, just not the best. And it's, you look around and you go, oh, it's small and I have to clean with bad water pressure. I don't like it. So when I do cook, I think he sees it more as a love language now. And I used to cook more when we, you know, we used to live right next to each other. I had a bigger kitchen down there. Even though we were basement people, you got counters, you got space. It's wide open. I got an island. I don't have that. It is harder for me to commit to wanting to cook. I cooked and I cooked healthy, Peter. I mean, you had a you had a weed and um, sour patch kids station in the old oh, kitchen. I certainly did with about a ten pound bag of candy. There was a lot more room. We got rid of the coffee maker now too. I'm rocking a French press, which Ooh. has been a real transition. Crazy French press every day with a teapot. It's it's what? what who am I? I feel like a woman named Meredith who used to live uh, down by the River Thames. It's crazy. It's fun. I cooked for him, and I need people to understand why this is impressive. I cooked so healthy, Peter, asparagus, all right? Skinless, boneless chicken breast with low-sodium seasoning and herbs and mashed potatoes with not that much butter and little biscuits. Now, that you're going, this is the most basic meal of all time. Yo, it was perfect for him. There's nothing he likes more than kind of under-seasoned healthy food. And the only thing I could have done better would have been to maybe give him some unsalted broccoli, which is he's fascinated and fond of. And that's not a dig. I mean, it's he does he eats a lot better than I do. And unfortunately, I, know, I, I wish I was more like that. Yeah, he'll be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a bag of Brussels sprouts, and I'm like, I'm gonna I got garlic hot pocket XLs that look great in the air fryer. It feels like a real uh, calzone kind of situation. I can't do it, but I bit I bit my tongue, uh, not literally this time, and I cooked a healthy-ass meal, and we sat on the couch, and then we streamed. He streamed with me Monday, which is excellent, because he'll give the honest take, and uh, he doesn't like some matches. He doesn't like some wrestling, and if he doesn't, you know, he's not emotionally attached. It's good. Peter, that's that's the last thing I remember happening this week. Who knows? I think I, I think I slept a little. Oh no, I did a lot of cleaning of the house yesterday. That doesn't matter. Weekend at Effie's doesn't need to hear about when I did my laundry. My hair is about to go up for sale, though. I told you before we started recording to get ready for product photography. Oh yeah. I think we've. I think I can get a few clips out of it. It's long pieces, but I am setting it up to look like it's from a museum. That's the goal. It's the build up. What do you got, Peter? What's going on in the world? Uh, I'm, uh, the aliens are continuing forward. I think, uh, you'll see some new stuff here in the next couple of weeks. So follow me on Instagram and Twitter at low sky dance. Uh, I got some other creative stuff in the works right now. Nothing I can talk about, but definitely things I will be talking about. I love that. Build up the tension. Once again, thank you to our sponsor that I hope you check out out on Spotify. I'm not sure if it's available anywhere else, but definitely on Spotify dog with a mullet. I had the... Girl Pool was a band that I found on there. Really interesting. You know, you think in the fantasy terms about a girl pool, and it could be like really fun. Or if it's like, what if it's a pool just made out of like a giant woman, and you don't even know, and you're just like, am I in a belly button? I don't know. No, I'm in a girl girl pool. pool. Who knows? All right, well, shout out. Dog with a mullet. Jim, love ya. Check out Enjoy Wrestling versus Sunny Kiss. Uh, Do we have any questions this week, Peter? We do. Let me see. This I feels like this segment should have a theme song, but almost against my own interests, I'm like, no, it's a it's a one take roll through that you'll have to edit and act like you didn't, you know. <laughs> 
Why not add a theme song to the question segment? Well, put a pin in that. Yeah, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to give a preview of anything that's not fully formed. Uh, So we have a question for the podcast from Tony. Hi, Effie and Peter. Really been enjoying the podcast. But my question for Effie is: Which do you prefer, being a baby face or heel, and why? This is a fun question because it goes to uh, some of the history of figuring Effie out. And when I started, I was definitely a heel. And I think I've even sort of discussed that, like, a li- in a little bit of a way, it was definitely a therapeutic thing to, during the week, I'm, like, answering calls for a moving company. I'm having to be nice to old women who are accusing people of stealing stuff they didn't steal. You're having to really do the PR customer service. And so those weekends where you're going out as this mysterious Effie, you're just screaming at homophobic Southern people and just like being a piece of shit. And it's great. And when I started to get huge baby face pops at places and was starting to figure out how to work more of that baby face style effectively, I forgot that what was getting me so over with these people, the people that were being drawn to me, it's not that all of them were being transitioned from hating me to loving me. It's that, Uh, A lot of new people were coming along and finding me and they were loving that I was kind of being a piece of shit in this way to these people. So, uh, and this is something that in wrestling is a little more common than people think. I just started working more as that kind of piece of shit. And so when people ask, I sort of say, you know, some people do love me. Some people do hate me. It's a lot less hate nowadays. I am over with an audience that I'm, I've selected the shows to be in front of them for, but I'm still willing, you know, to go to Tennessee or to go to these places or work these weirder shows where I'm still treated with some of that. And I've tried to keep that, as we said in the New Yorker, that fuck you in the back of my mind always. So I think there needs to be that edge and that eye rake and that back scratch always in your pocket that sort of doesn't define whether you're, you know, face or heel. We make movies, pal. You know, it's the it's the gray in between, but it, it needs to be attachable. People need to be able to attach to you and see sort of you at your lows and you at your highs. And there's good and bad about that. We're all we're all people. We make good and bad decisions. And we got to see all sides of it. So I just hope I'm giving you an emotional reaction at all. Peter, are you a heel or a face? Mm, I'm both. You're definitely both. Depends who you ask is a good way to put it, right? Yeah. There are some people who think you're, what did they say? Dark woman. You're a dark woman of magic and mischief. But then there's some people who are like, no, he's just like an intergalactic fucking chill, chill bro, you know? What's the difference? Perspective. 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 Are there any other questions or should we leave it at that? Let's leave it at that. I this love it. It's been a nice long one. It's a long one. I've had a lot to talk about. I feel like even, you know, the events of this weekend were important and great, but also there was just. We, we met a lot of versions of myself, and we confronted it, and here we are at the full moon, just, ow, ready to fire off on all cylinders, baby.